0: to Mysterious AF. I feel like I'm a radio
1: <laughs> You sound very DJ. radio DJ.
0: <laughs> My name is Celesta, and I'm joined by...
1: Hello, I am Charles. Back for another go-round of talking about some some weird uh, documentaries
0: weird um, that stuff. you can
1: find on Netflix, actually. so
0: Yes. Today we're doing conspiracy theory. Did we land on the moon?
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Made in 2001, I believe. That's what I saw yep, on Netflix. Yep, that's what I had. Yeah. Um, and Netflix gave the description of... Skeptics and experts discuss photographs and other evidence that suggests the United States government faked NASA's moon landings for political gain. Before I even started it, I saw that the cast listed Mitch Pileggi, who plays Skinner on x Files. Oh,
0: really? So he
1: was the narrator, and I was like,
0: of course oh, he is. <laughs> oh, so, interesting. Yeah,
1: so every time... He would talk. All I could think of was Skinner, and like
0: (laughs) I didn't even, I didn't even recognize that.
1: Yeah, I was surprised. Little behind-the-scenes trivia. So Skinner narrating this whole thing.
0: Another layer to the weirdness.
1: Yeah, yeah. This this one seemed really sensationalized compared to not that the other ones aren't crazy, but this was like (laughs) something you would like. I'm pretty sure it was on TV before because they had like commercial yeah. breaks built into it.
0: I kind of wondered too if like conspiracy. Th- I didn't look it up. I should have. But is conspiracy theory like a TV show, or they must do other?
1: That's like, what I was thinking since it had like the the colon and then yeah. like a subtitle. Did we land on the moon? So maybe there's more. There's there could be more in this conspiracy theory <laughs> series. So we will maybe look into that. <laughs> so I guess first of all, the intro. or what are your initial thoughts?
0: It seemed older than 2001 to me. Yeah. I don't know if that really matters, but I, I thought it was kind of funny. Their, their viewer warning that, that they had pop up. Had That
1: my first note.
2: <laughs> the following program deals with a controversial subject. The theories expressed are not the only possible interpretation. Viewers are invited to make a judgment... Based on all available information, <laughs> yeah, they
1: they uh, give you a disclaimer at the beginning. Um, they invite the viewer to examine the evidence and decide for, for yourself. Yeah, yeah, for themselves, even though it's
0: very skewed documentary,
1: right? And <laughs> I don't know how exactly you're going to examine the evidence. Oh, you can pause <laughs> and like look at the what's on the screen. You could go
0: to the moon yourself. <laughs> yes. um. And if you do,
1: please report back to us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, they, they talk about analyzing official government photos, and I don't know how I felt about that. Is like the government just gave you these photos, or how did you obtain them?
0: <laughs> the internet.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, so...
0: We kind of begin with the, the question of, could the government orchestrate the biggest deception of the century?
2: Did they really land on the moon? Most of us think so. All right.
0: You be the judge. I gotta tell you, Kind of a fan of this theory, a little bit.
1: Okay, I I am the complete opposite. Uh, I don't believe this, and I've I guess I've never really questioned it. So this was a have different you, experience for me.
0: Have you seen a documentary on it before?
1: No, I had not. This is
0: your first.
1: This was thank you for this experience. Yeah, this...
0: Maybe wasn't the best. Yeah,
1: this was this was my first uh, foray into lunar landing hoax.
0: Did you know people believed in it?
1: I did. Okay. I mean, I did, and
0: yeah.
1: I, I'm sure they just talk crazy. about it on X-Files, and yeah. <laughs> that is that is my background. It's not <laughs> evidential, it's it's the X Files. That's where I get all of my information on what's going on in the world.
0: That's a good start. Face on true events.
1: <laughs> so I guess their main guy they have is Bill Caseen, who was subtitled Moon Hoax Investigator.
0: It's <laughs> uh, a legit title. <laughs> right.
1: And he worked at a company which I thought was funny. It was called Rocket Yes, I love it. So it's so nineteen sixties. Yeah. It, I was just blown away. I thought, cool name, (laughs) laugh out loud, but yeah. And so then he kind of goes into what he points out as evidence in the footage of the moon landing. And we are going to dip into
2: those and discuss those.
0: He kind of begins by saying...
2: The whole thing then seemed phony to me. I think it was an intuitive feeling that what was being shown was not real. Yeah.
0: Actual evidence.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I guess they listed the evidence out at this part, or he he kind of points it out, and I think they go into more detail after right. that. But he, you know, says there are no stars in the sky, the flag is waving even though there's no wind in space, um, and there's no blast crater beneath the lander. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if it's him that throws it out or if it's Mitch Pelagi narrating, but they say an estimated 20% of Americans believe we never went to the moon, which uh, you're the only person I've talked about this (laughs) with. So I don't know, like in my friend group, like who else believes that or, you know, has given it some, some thought. So
0: actually the wording I thought was funny because it, I watch it with subtitles, but... Mm, it was, me too. <laughs> and estimated that as many as 20%. So it's an estimate of an estimate. Yeah. Kind of. It was just like, okay,
1: guys, well, it's <laughs> probably more like five. It's <laughs> fine.
0: <laughs> they rounded up.
1: Right. I was like, I don't know how they would get this information. Like, did they I know. send out polls in the mail? Yeah. Like, is, is a it one of those... telephone
0: survey? Right. Yeah. This Aww. was
1: 2001, so... Who knows what kind of weird AOL, instant messenger, like, (laughs) pop up. Please take the survey. See if you believe in the moon landing. So um, if anybody knows how they get that data, that would be interesting to know. Because this just seems like a a fake fact thrown out to
0: me. Yeah. I really don't know anybody else who believes this theory. (laughs) I don't know if I believe it, but I find it very interesting.
1: Okay. Fair enough.
0: So (laughs) now we kind of get into the... But well, we go start getting into the evidence, I guess. You know, why would people believe that we never landed on the moon?
1: hmm Oh, this guy. Yeah, Brian O'Leary. Brian
0: O'Leary, a.k.a. <laughs> yeah.
1: Gary Busey's little brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that is a pretty accurate description. Which
0: is always the case of these documentaries. Like, let's find the craziest-looking person <laughs> to be our...
1: One our of voice our witnesses. Of
0: yeah, our voice of
1: <laughs> And a witness, yeah. He was a NASA, NASA astronaut who served as an advisor during the Apollo missions. And he goes into a little bit of history, saying USA versus Russia. I had, so in his, he's saying, you know, they're in the space race. If they win that, then they win the Cold War. Right. And then I said, so Cold War win develops into Space Force now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, they I guess they were wanting to put a missile base on the moon is one of the reasons they were
0: Yeah, going or like up
1: there or... we
0: thought that that's what the Soviets wanted to do or something, you know, it was a struggle for world domination basically.
1: Was getting to the moon first
2: so important that our government would consider faking it? To find the answer, we have to go back 40 years, to a time when America and the Soviets were locked in a struggle for world domination.
1: Right. Yeah, they um, talk about the Apollo-Saturn V rocket, and Bill, who is the hoax debunker investigator, said that the launch was real, but the pod only orbited the Earth for eight days and came back to Earth, and so they released fake photos of it landing on the moon.
2: What actually happened, in my mind, is that during the 60s, they said, if you can't make it, fake it.
1: So that was, that's how he thinks.
0: It all went down. It all went down. Yeah, because casing says that our space program was pretty shitty. He doesn't say that, but I'm going to say it. So getting to the moon and getting back from the moon Mm -hmm. was really the Problematic, like yeah, he said we could go up into space. That was fine. We could orbit the Earth, which is what he believes he did. And he's like the technology to actually get him back here was nil. And yeah, that's one of the reasons why. Oh, and then they go into this
1: movie, Capricorn One. Capricorn
0: One. Yeah. And, like
1: I had a big problem with this
0: because this is not evidence of anything.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's just speculation. They say that the Apollo footage was close to this. Movie called Capricorn One, mm-hmm. yeah, and I wrote so I yeah. mean, you can <laughs> not understand like,
0: like, and it's and I wrote like it's always easier to recreate something you've already seen. Mm-hmm. So they kind of the documentary leads you to believe like they the NASA used footage from this movie to make their fake footage, but this movie came out long after the moon landing. Yeah, so it's more likely that they copied NASA's footage.
2: Yeah. I believe, had they wanted to, that NASA could indeed have pulled off the greatest hoax of all time, never sent anyone to the moon, and recreated it in a television
1: studio. I, I don't really know what else to say about I that, know, other than I was like, this, was is like... Not, this, is kind of, this is shitty evidence. It's not evidence. It's just you saying this. Is like this, you know, yeah, that doesn't it's like
0: okay.
1: Doesn't draw a good conclusion. No. It's not a strong argument.
0: They're definitely trying to lead you
1: though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So if you're easily persuaded, <laughs> you might you might uh
0: watch this Capricorn One. Yeah. It came out in nineteen seventy eight.
1: And compare and contrast to the yeah. Apollo footage. Could be a good movie. I did have written down that NASA had a forty billion dollar budget. And I put holy fook. That is <laughs> I didn't realize that. Thing that I can't imagine that kind of money. Like, that blew my mind. I knew it was expensive, but that's just like...
0: Yeah, and that I'm assuming that was the budget in the 60s when we right? were doing this.
1: So we don't know what that is equivalent to today, but that's...
0: No, we should look at that. Yeah. We did. <laughs> um.
1: We're just discussing what we saw. These are like our raw yeah. reactions. We didn't do much research after it. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and Bill, like you, I think you mentioned that he also says that the footage was faked because it was technically impossible yes. to, to get to yeah. the and movie. And
0: then he believes that it was basically like a movie set at Area 51 where they, they film
1: this whole thing. Yep. <laughs> they, they go on to mention that Area 51 has warehouses which resemble large sound stages. Yeah. So um, there's these big buildings. Big
0: buildings, basically.
1: And he <laughs> thinks that those are sound stages. And Could obviously well we don't be. know. Yeah. They can and, be anything. <laughs>
0: I love that he's like...
2: This is a very secret base, and with good reason. Because undoubtedly the moon sets are still there.
0: Area 51 is so heavily guarded because, guess what? The set is still there. And I'm like, (laughs) really? Really, Bill?
2: That's the only reason
0: why it's heavily
1: guarded (laughs) is because there's a a a set from the 60s. (laughs) They
0: didn't bother to take it down. They just left it as is.
1: Yeah, so he goes on to keep theorizing that they filmed it at Area Fifty One. He mentions that the moon surface in the movie looks like the desert, um, <laughs> which it does, right? Uh, yeah, so it.
0: So there's that.
1: No, um, again, no evidence. It's just him.
0: Well, they do show saying, the pictures of the craters that they apparently have.
1: Oh yeah.
0: So there's one crater on the moon that looks like one crater in the desert.
1: Yep. Yep. That. But- that is very, there's that. very strong. That is so strong. <laughs> and they also talk about how they don't understand how they could hear astronauts' voices over rocket engine noise. Um,
0: yeah, I was curious about this, but there's got to be ways.
1: Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so they they also bring on a man named Brian Welch, who is a spokesman for NASA. And it, it almost turns into Bill versus Brian. Like, yeah. Bill's saying some things about how it's fake and Brian's just saving face for NASA. NASA. <laughs> um, so.
0: But he's also a little annoyed. He's like, don't know why I'm here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was... Uh, he's probably not getting paid for not. that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't know, but he, he did not look happy to be in, in this no.
2: beautiful film. There are always going to be people who believe uh, some outlandish theories and the notion that we that we somehow were able to fake the lunar missions is pretty outlandish.
1: Uh, yeah. So he's, he's there to refute what Bill Casey is saying. Yeah. So
0: and they're not like in the same room or anything you get, you know, you get Bill's take and then you get NASA's
1: take. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be better if they had them it would in be the same fun. room yeah. and just gave them alcohol. discuss, yeah. <laughs> discuss, And then we'll fight. Right. <laughs> fight to the death. Um, Bill would want Probably uh, Brian was looked like he was ready to just kind of give up. He's like, "I'm done." <laughs> you win, Bill. Bill's very passionate about this, or he appears to be, mm-hmm. and he goes on to talk about the lack of blast crater. That was my next note I had. Did you have something? Um,
0: I had. I don't know if I'm in the right order or not, but he talks about the prototype. Lander that they had that Armstrong was trying to fly. Yes,
1: and he... I did have that. <laughs> Damn, Armstrong almost died in yeah, that Yeah, he test. did. Uh, L-E-M.
0: I thought that was really cool footage. It looks like a little spider flying in the sky.
1: Yeah, and, and it's... I can't believe someone is in that. I know. How do you not throw up everywhere? Like, why would you do that? How, I, would, I can't even imagine how much... Uh, I don't know what his salary was, but I can imagine... I would have to charge... A lot, shit ton of money because there's no way I would be like, sure, send me in this experimental craft and
0: yeah, but luckily it had (laughs) a ejector chair, so it starts to like spin wildly out of control, and he shoots out just before it crashes,
1: and it explodes too, and it explodes like it was like a action movie (laughs) sequence, yeah, Yeah.
0: and they said that well, they uh, this guy named Ralph Rean, who's an author and scientist, uh, says that.
2: Well, I'll tell you a secret. The instant you moved your tail in that cabin an inch, you would change the load pattern. It would begin to tilt, and it would start that thing spinning.
0: Anytime you shifted the lunar by, you know, using their uh, controls, I guess mm-hmm. I don't exactly know how the thing worked, but it would shift the weight, and it that's why it would spin out of control. And from mm-hmm. what he saw, you know, the technology wasn't quite there yet to actually
1: successfully
0: conduct the moon landing.
1: Yeah. They say that the lack of a blast crater was the most conclusive evidence.
2: The fact that there's no blast crater under the LEM is one of the most conclusive pieces of evidence that I find supporting the hoax.
0: Yeah, there's a NASA LEM, which is the lunar lander thing that they use. Expert or specialist named Paul Field yeah. that says well, you know, Bill, Bill was saying there should be 10,000 Thousand pounds of pressure thrust when the thing is landing on the moon, which would kick up dust everywhere and create a crater. Right? Paul says actually there was only about one to two thousand pounds of thrust, and that's basically a giant duster.
1: Yeah, he just says it just pushes away the dust, like it doesn't create a huge disturbance as they they think there should be. And Bill also says that there was not a trace of dust on the footpads of the lander. I found that
0: kind of interesting. Yeah,
1: I did too. (laughs) <laughs> so I know point. it's kind
0: of like uh, you know it's not the hardcore evidence you're wanting but yeah the other funny thing I thought was like but but NASA has a drawing of a huge crater under their landing do you remember that little y- yeah like even NASA's own drawings depict a huge crater <laughs> under the lander and I'm like this is like a mock up of what it might look like
1: or somebody's
0: right. stylistic you know cartoon
1: yeah I mean, it was a, it was a nice work of art. So I'm like, it's an artist's rendition. I would right. assume it's probably right. not the scientist who can draw this well, unless they're just like one of those geniuses who can figure out lunar landings and is also a great artist that makes brilliant work. I mean, they so they could exist. Yeah, I don't know. And so yeah, at this point, I was like, are all these people real? Is this, <laughs> is this real? Like, this is getting a little ridiculous. A little ridiculous. And sensational.
0: I know they start to lose me here. They start to lose me here. I'll be honest. I think I, I put that in my
1: notes. Like,
0: okay, well, this is not as strong of evidence as I remember it being from the last time I watched something
1: like this. Right, and and I don't know in my view and what, or what you think, but I'm like the way they use the music and like the graphics and everything. <laughs> it it doesn't lend itself to credibility. Mm. It just really it is does.
0: It, it's a little cheesy. She, so cheesy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and
1: I was like, did they? Maybe they should have asked Bill Casine. You know. What do you think? Of, I don't know if he was shown the, like the movie before it was released, but because I, I feel like I do like this is really sensationalized, but he's kind of sensational himself.
0: He is a little bit, yeah.
1: So, and I think that was what I was like: Are these people for real? But <laughs> um, they are. <laughs> we, have, we will find them.
0: So the next thing I have is the the departure from the moon, mm-hmm. and Bill. I think it's Bill says there should have been an exhaust plume mm-hmm. as you see them the module shoot up into the air and I thought it was really funny the NASA Brian the NASA spokesperson
1: yes Brian
2: Welch.
0: he's just kind of like look if you're gonna say that everything was fake then everything was fake
2: to propose that this was all faked and a hoax they have to say that every piece of evidence that that every physical scientific test that one could offered to support the reality of the lunar landings they have to say that all of those are fake
0: mm-hmm. basically it's like and then you see bill's like everything was fake
2: this whole thing was a fake
1: yeah <laughs> yeah and i i am not a scientist by any means but i was like so he talks about how there's no wind to move the rocket or to move the flag when that's in the footage so i'm like if there is is there exhaust in space like would you I don't know. Would it show? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not majoring an in how science. Much, so. I was
0: kind of wondering, like, well, how much would it even need because of the low gravity? You probably just need that little, you see a little pop. Yeah. Where it disconnects from the base and it's just propelled into the air. Yeah. Maybe that's all it needed to get back into space. I don't know.
1: Yeah, they like, talk about it. It just descends. Like yeah. it doesn't. And I was like,
0: like it was being yanked by a wire. Child. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it just.
0: just. It's like, movie I don't know set. what it would look like otherwise, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, exactly.
1: So, I don't know. Not strong evidence to me.
0: No. Then we get into the
1: photographs. Oh, yeah. Yes. David Percy. Who um, is an award-winning photographer. Right. He talks about how NASA's own pictures are fake because of inconsistencies and anomalies.
0: Now, this is where they really draw me back in again.
1: Back <laughs> yes.
0: It's very interesting.
1: And was it because he's asking why such important images were grainy and hard to see? Well,
0: that part was stupid.
1: Because I said, "Isn't this the '60s? <laughs> yes. I haven't really ever seen clear footage uh, um, from then, especially in space. How is this a question?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't... Such important footage. Yeah, well, yeah, but this is what we had.
1: So. And then Bart Sibrel mm-hmm. said NASA made the footage grainy to cover <laughs> it up. NASA orchestrated the hoax in a very unique way through television.
2: They had one picture, which they completely controlled, black and white, grainy, that convinced everybody we were on the moon. We had no reason to doubt it.
1: <laughs> that, he doesn't have any evidence to support that. Nothing to, you know, give strength to his claim. It's just, it's this way because they faked it.
0: Yeah. And he said that uh, NASA had complete control over the video <laughs> and the sound. So they showed you what you, you know, they wanted you to see. And I'm like, well, who else was supposed to be, like, were they supposed to send a news crew to space with these people? Like,
1: that how tiny. No one yeah. can fit in there. Like, <laughs> Hell's Bells. I would not fit into that <laughs> <No>. thing. <laughs> it's, it's a claustrophobic nightmare.
0: No. I just don't understand, like, what else, what kind of video or evidence you were expecting. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to come from NASA because they are the ones doing it
1: we didn't have gopros they didn't have yeah, gopros back then so and hd footage so why is it so grainy so,
0: Yeah, yeah
1: alright what do you have up next I
0: have oh the gravity issue that's what I had too yeah so they say that gravity on the moon is one sixth of earth that of the earth yeah. yeah so when they double the speed of the footage it appears as though the astronauts and the rover are moving in real
1: speed <laughs> yep okay I- <laughs> I don't really know what to say to this. I just. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Moving on. (laughs) Then we get a quick little like, why is that damn flag blowing in the air? But that's just a teaser because we move on to uh, something else. The
1: still photos. Um, But yeah, the flag waving. The only other thing I had about that was it was a little blast of wind in area 51, according to Bill. (laughs) So that was causing the flag to fly. All right, so still photos.
0: Still photos. We hear from Jan Lumberg, something like that, the guy who designed the cameras for the spacesuits.
1: Once on the moon, on the lunar surface, in the dress, in
2: the life surface system, you couldn't see the camera.
1: They couldn't bend their
0: head that far down. They had no viewfinder. They had to aim by
1: moving their body.
0: They had to move their entire body to shoot because it was literally attached to, like, their chest on their suits. And the documentary kind of asked, like, well, if this is the case, how did they get so many
1: good photos? Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, this is refuting what was just kind of talked about. <laughs> like, they asked, how were photos taken with crystal clarity? And yeah. I
0: it's like, um, have you used a camera? before?" <laughs> I... <laughs> we, what we don't know is the obvious. Like, how many photos weren't crystal clear? Right, they probably took thousands of photos.
1: Like, are probably not coming back up here for a while. I better yeah. take as many photos as possible. Uh,
0: but chances are something's going to turn out. Like my photography teacher always told us: like, go out and shoot every day, take a bunch. You'll get one that you like. I mean, just... I
1: didn't know you took photography.
0: I did. That I minor in it.
1: That is really cool. <laughs> you probably told me that before, and it was fun. I'd forgotten. <laughs> so, um, so did you have any special insight into what he said was the lighting as a flaw?
0: I'm conflicted about this, because the more I thought about it, the more I thought "Eh, it's possible, I think, to get good photos, because they were talking about how did they get such good photos with just this backlighting, because apparently they only had the sun as light, they didn't have any flash, they weren't setting up, you know, these big lights for their photos. So if you think about it, like, yeah, if the sun's behind you, your whole front would be dark you would think in shadow i think we've all taken photos where the light source is behind and you get these shitty photos that you can't see much Mm -hmm. but i don't know i mean it really comes down to like timing and aperture setting you know if you're standing still and you've got your camera lens open and you're taking this photo it's possible to get enough light in there to get the detail that they're getting on the suits yeah and in the shadows
1: yeah, they, they are talking about how this astronaut is still appearing he's I think he's descending the ladder, but there's a shadow. So yeah. he's lit up fine, but he's in shadow, so they're like, why is he not in shadowed also in, in one of the pictures? Yeah. And then I guess the part that I thought was most interesting, I put, hmm, was in one of the photos there are the shadows are cast in multiple directions.
0: Yeah, that's weird.
1: And so I mean I I've paused it and I was like Are they really going in different directions? I don't know. I didn't study photography,
0: but also like the sun is far away. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to experiment with a flashlight because if you're pointing it and you've got multiple things in your field of view, are they really all just going to be going one way, or are they kind of all going to be like fanned out almost?
1: I would think it depends on like the atmosphere because you think about if there's, I guess there's no moisture in the atmosphere of the moon, but like if particles, you know, or reflecting light different ways. Yeah. I don't, know.
0: That, I don't but know. that was my other question too, is like how much sunlight is reflecting off of the moon to give enough lighting for some of these or to skew mm-hmm. shadows. I mean, those are all, it's the moon for crying out loud.
1: Yeah. And they also talk about how another instance I thought was interesting. There was no, sil- it wasn't in silhouette because the sun was the way the sun was supposedly shining on this picture or on the subject, they shouldn't be lit up. They should be in silhouette because they're basically a shadow against part of the sun. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah I, that part I think was the most, um, interesting to me. Like, okay, I might kind of believe this, but um, <laughs> I don't really have, I, not that I have a background in any of this, but, uh, the photos, the photos were interesting. So I would be, yeah, your, your flashlight experiment sounds yeah.
0: legit. Let's all so. go home and do that.
1: <laughs> Your assignment for tonight. Use a flashlight, <laughs> take <shadows>. some photos. <laughs> yeah, these shadows.
0: Yeah, so that was interesting. Oh, and then there were the identical backgrounds. Yeah. In some of the photos. Yep. So there were a few photos and videos where, you know, NASA's like, Oh, here they were on day one, here they were on day two, well, day one, day two have like the exact same background,
1: really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess the limb never yeah, the limb never moved. And so yeah. they were like, How is the mountain right. in the same background?
0: Right, so, so they have a photo of the limb in one mm-hmm. and without the back the background's the same, but the limb is gone. Yeah. They're like, How did they get that? And NASA, I think I think Brian kinda just says like, you know, it's just it was a mistake. Like Bad
1: editing. Yeah, yeah.
0: If we said it was day two, it probably was day one. Who knows?
2: Like, oops, our bad. The conspiracy theorists see that as evidence that we didn't go to the moon, that it was staged, and the opposite point of view is that it's a case of bad editing. What did you expect? Like,
1: <laughs> technical precision? These people just got back from the moon.
0: <laughs> Who cares what the photos, you know, yeah. what day, what was taken when? But then... The crosshairs. <laughs> yes. The crosshairs.
1: <laughs> so they describe how these crosshairs were etched into the lunar cameras, but in some of the photos, they, the crosshairs appear behind objects. Weird. So they Yeah, that is weird. And I was like, you know, there's, there was no Photoshop back then. But. know, yeah.
0: But I don't know how they would, I don't know how they would do that. <laughs> like either way, like they put them in afterwards if it was fake.
1: Right, and Brian has a comment, and I think he just says that they were wrong optically. There are
2: arguments that are um, wrong optically. They're wrong physically. They're wrong scientifically. They're wrong historically.
1: He didn't really elaborate on that. <laughs> no. He like just kind of has these short responses as to why it's not fake.
0: I know, and I'm kind of wondering if those are his responses or if they just edit out a lot of what he had to say. Right. To fit their viewpoint.
1: Well, and we don't know what NASA allows him to say. Exactly, do we? so. No. It's the shady shadow government controlling everything.
0: It is possible. Well, if they were etched into the cameras, what if the etching just wasn't good in some spots so it looked like they were covered, but really they just didn't exist?
1: Right, and and these crosshairs are. Thin black lines, and so when you said that they were etched into the canvas, I was thinking etching is like you carve, you know, into the glass, but the way they appear, and I don't know how it would appear if it was carved into the glass or if it was
0: like a just, film, yeah, that could have gotten rubbed off, or right? Like, yeah, or whatever, yeah,
1: or you know, move. I don't know, it, damn
0: it, Charles. I wanted to believe in this so bad, <laughs> and now you're just uh.
1: so yeah. The crosshairs that was that was pretty interesting, too.
0: Oh! And I love this. I love Brian. He's like, it's a claptrap! And I'm oh, yeah. like, a what?
2: There's uh, you know, a great deal of claptrap that is, is sort of woven into these arguments. What even is that?
0: Oh, it's just like a crazy... I looked it up. It's like a crazy, unbelievable thing. I don't know. Oh, okay. But yeah. I was like, who uses claptrap?
1: I will start using it. I will. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> new vocabulary for y'all. If you haven't already been using claptrap. <laughs>
0: Then we kind of move into like, how would NASA even keep this secret? Mm-hmm. There's so many people in NASA. How do you keep it hush hush?
1: Yeah. So they kind of tell us that NASA is killing the astronauts or somebody's killing astronauts. The first one they talk about Virgil Gus Grissom, and he was an original astronaut and a critic of the program. And on January 27th, 1967... Grissom got on Apollo 1, and all kinds of problems started happening. Would you like to tell us what those problems were? Because it gets pretty graphic and terrible.
2: Um,
0: it burst into flames, and they get trapped inside. Yeah. And die.
1: Yikes, spikes. Everybody Yikes. dies. Bikes. Three people.
0: Three astronauts. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I kind of wish they would have went to this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But then I also don't. But they are like, he's an outspoken critic of it. And they have not quoted as saying, like, somebody's going to get killed. But it's like, well, he was a critic, but also an astronaut. Like, he was doing his job. He probably just wanted to be safe.
1: Right. I I think he would know what the risks were doing this. He
0: still, you know, went and did it. He could have said, no, I ain't doing this anymore. You guys are crazy. But, and it's unfortunately, you know, unfortunate that he died. And then they did interview some of his family members who...
1: They think that it was sabotaged intentionally. Um, They talk to his widow and his son, and they say that the cause of the fire is actually still a mystery, and the capsule is locked away. So there's no...
0: Here's the thing.
1: (laughs) All right, listen up. This is getting serious.
0: Billion-dollar project. You want to kill one astronaut, you lock him into your billion-dollar project and then blow it up? Or do you just find him near a lake and drown him one day? Like why Why would they kill him this way? It doesn't make any sense. They could have staged a suicide. They could have given him a heart attack. Mm-hmm. They could have done a train wreck, which we see later. Like, they blow up their rocket?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Um, Thank you. I don't think they're going to spend <laughs> that much money to kill one, three people. Yeah. So, I mean, um, it's it's terrible that this happened, but, yeah, that that doesn't make much sense. There's lots of ways, I would think, that they could have done it without... Sacrificing their technology that they've right. pumped so much money into. So yeah, so they they talk about that that poor poor man and
0: and then um, they have the they, apparently Congress like holds some sort of congressional hearing after this and they have Thomas Barron who was a safety inspector for it testify.
1: Yeah, and he had a 500 page report mm-hmm. detailing his findings about why the Apollo program was a mess, and they want you to believe that that's what made him into a target because one week later, after he submitted his 500 page report, he and his family died by a train hitting their car. Yep. And then yes. they throw out the fact that from 1964 to 1967, 10 astronauts were killed in these, in freak accidents, but they don't tell you what the other freak accidents no. were.
0: And I, you know, a lot of stuff was probably blowing up. I yeah. mean, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> unintentionally, right. they were testing a lot of new equipment and I, yeah, I meant to go look into this, but I didn't. Things happen. But that is, that was 15% of NASA's astronaut corps, which is kind of a big number, I guess, but...
1: Yeah, yeah, but they really sensationalize this part on their show yeah. about, well, NASA's going to take out the people who are criticizing their program and...
0: And then um, NASA is back again saying, you
2: know... There were probably a quarter of a million people who were directly involved in the Apollo program and another half a million people beyond that, three quarters of a million people can't keep a secret like that. That's just not gonna happen. So wow, which, that's a lot of people. Yeah, oh <laughs> well I
0: think mean, that's a whole thing, probably, yeah. you know, countrywide. But then of course, you know, Bill or the documentary itself kinda suggests that obviously not everybody's involved with the top secret cover up. They Mm -hmm. would, you know, most of the NASA workers would be fooled just like us and believe that everything went off without a hitch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Moving right along. (laughs) This was interesting. I probably have heard of this, but I didn't remember. I have next uh, the Van Allen radiation belt. Yeah. I don't remember learning
0: about this, but it's probably a thing.
1: So, apparently, between us and the moon, there is radiation that
0: will kill you. People. Yeah.
1: You're, <laughs> you have to go through to get to the moon. And they state that you would be rendered extremely extremely ill or die yep. by going through this belt. And so they're conjecturing that people who they say went to the moon who did not get sick and didn't die, well, they didn't go to the moon because they're fine. Like, they're still healthy. Yeah. So. Because
0: they, they showed some of the materials used for the rockets or
1: suits mm-hmm.
0: it's just like these little sheets of aluminum and you're like oh, that doesn't seem safe at all
1: yeah they they threw out this fact that six feet of lead shielding was needed on the capsule and then about how their suits were just aluminum and obviously the only shielding they had what was the literally paper thin outer hull of aluminum and their suits consisting of glass fiber some aluminum fibers and silicon rubber
2: it's very interesting concerning radiation that the astronauts were protected by a thin film of aluminum. When here on Earth, they put a lead shield on us when they take a dental X-ray.
1: It was Greek to me. It's like I don't.
0: Yeah, I don't, know. You don't feel one way or another about this. Yeah, I think sometimes radiation. I know it's dangerous, but like I think sometimes its effects are exaggerated.
1: Right, and. Renee or Reen, whatever that scientist's name was, says that there was a solar flare that happened around the time of the launch which would have caused a magnetic storm mm-hmm. and that would have increased the radiation mm-hmm. for right. when they went through the Van Allen radiation belt.
0: Right, that was for Apollo 16, I think.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But-, but then they said no Apollo astronaut suffered a serious illness after going to the moon, so how did they get to the moon without getting seriously ill or you know dying?
0: Don't you remember hearing about and i watch a lot of these documentaries but like aren't there rumors of astronauts getting sick or like maybe not sick but like, like getting cancer maybe cancer cuz they or... i mean radiation
1: they're like it causes cancer
0: i feel like there are rumors of like their bodies age differently or i know that's probably all conspiratorial <laughs> but i think i feel like i've heard of Weird things having to astronauts after they come back. Yeah. And it may not be radiation related, but
1: well, I don't
0: think they all just came back hunky-dory.
1: Well, sure. I mean, I'm sure there's got to be some kind of PTSD, not like on the level of yeah fighting in a war, but you're away from your family on a mission where you could die.
0: Most likely will die.
1: And you're in a tiny space with other people. Four other men. That you hopefully get along with. But I mean, I don't know how you would... I feel like that would age you. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. The stress of that.
0: They the all mission, came back with gray hair. Yeah,
1: like I, I feel, I would never ever want to do that. No, ever. No, no. like when we were, when I was in kindergarten or first grade, we had to watch Space Camp, which is an eighties movie. I love that movie. It terrified me. Really? I started crying, I was like, "I am never going into space. I never ever <laughs> never want to going go into to space. space camp." All I can pick remember from that movie is when she gets detached, and she's oh, like, "Oh, yeah, terrifying." It still gives me chills to this day. I cannot. That is
0: the worst feeling because that happens a lot in space movies, where someone just floats away, and you know they're going to run out of oxygen, and then yeah,
1: what? I was like, "What was that Sandra Bulk movie?" I was like, "Not seeing that." Everyone's like, "You need to go see Gravity," something like yeah, that. Yeah, I want
0: to see that. I haven't. Seen that.
1: No, no, too scary, too scary. <laughs> I'll stay here. So, anyway, about the illness, uh, they, the Russians, they have a Russian guy on oh, yeah. for like the briefest, briefest bit. Russians, they say, never sent man to the moon because of radiation fear.
0: Well, we all know it's because you actually couldn't do it, right, Russia? <laughs> You're sore losers.
1: So now there have not been any more U.S. people astronauts sent to the moon. So, there you go. Interesting, interesting. Uh, lining up of information, I guess it's again, this whole thing seems like here's some inf- information and here's what it could be. And we'll piece it together <laughs> to make people think that it was a, a hoax. Uh,
0: yeah. They're really trying.
2: I'm absolutely convinced. I bet my life on it that we didn't go to the moon. I know for a fact that we didn't.
0: I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> they're really, they're really reaching. I
2: think. Yeah. And,
1: and I think that's pretty much the end.
0: Oh, of- and then, um, Bill does say, though, like, you know, just give me a picture of the lunar base still on the moon, or footprints on the moon, and I'll mm-hmm. believe, I'll believe. So I Google it, and I'm like, there are some, I yes. mean, <laughs> but they're made by NASA, so I don't know if you're going to believe it, but...
1: Well, yeah, well, I at the end, towards the end, they're saying, you know, he's like, well, give me a telescope, well, no telescope can see right. up there. And at the time of this filming, they said in two years... Japan's going to send something up there to um, take, take pictures. Yeah. So I Googled, and in 2008, JAXA, the Japanese Aerospace Exploration Agency, sent the Selene Lunar Probe, and it took photos showing evidence of moon landings. There you go. So in in my view, case closed.
0: Case closed. <laughs> but I think it was just kind of a... Perfect storm, really. I mean, should it have worked? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But they got lucky. Yeah. And they made it. And, you know, a lot of times they didn't. Like, how many. Remember when you were in elementary school and that teacher was going up? They were going to go out to outer space and they blew up. I mean, plenty of people died.
1: That happened, like, right around when I was born, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Am I that much older? It was, I
1: think, was that Sally Ride in 86? Maybe. I think. I think that's what it was, but yeah, I remember the Challenger explosion, yes. and yeah. yeah I,
0: I Yeah, I really think they got lucky. I think I think they made it. I didn't want to admit it, but I think they did.
1: Well, and if, if Bill's so rah, rah, rah it's all fake, and I don't know who would have been alive or who's still alive, but I mean, they could have taken lie detector tests, or yeah. I mean, and I don't know, maybe when they got back, they had to do some kind of psychological evaluation. I just feel like if it had... If it had been faked, someone would have cracked by now, or slipped up and said something like, "Yeah, we didn't go to the moon," and no. but I, they haven't, and so yeah. No.
0: And I I looked into Bill a little bit more, oh, because um, I was curious, like who <laughs> Where did is he come this guy? from? Yeah, yeah, he worked at Rocketdyne. Okay, well, but he was just like a technical writer there, so he's not like an engineer. He's not. He didn't put his physical hands on these rockets. And then, okay, so, and then he resigned in 63. So, four years, no, wait, when is 69? So, six years before they even, you know, had the first launch.
1: Yeah.
0: So, a lot can happen in six years, dude. Like, but he, he wrote about, you know, talking to some of the scientists and told them, they told him there wasn't enough technology and blah, 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 blah. He wrote a lot about having a hunch or an intuition, a true conviction that... They did not go to the moon, so and he wrote a book on it. If you're interested, called "We Never Went to the Moon."
1: Oh, creative! Yeah. So uh, he seems like the type of person he gets a hold of something and doesn't let go, and like this has been his quote claim to fame forever. And yeah, he uh, I'm sure he was very happy when he was asked to be on the show. Or mm-hmm. maybe he was like, "I need the show made about me. Damn it, someone <laughs> make this documentary about my theories, and we'll get other people to join us in the." The hoax investigation.
0: So. And he actually died, I think, like, four years after this was made, so...
1: Oh. It's kind of sad, but, <laughs> <laughs> but... maybe he, maybe you know, he's like, my life's work is done, I, I got done. This, this documentary out that's going to reach millions, and, yeah, so...
0: I think he convinced a lot of people, I mean, it's kind of a known theory out there, or mm-hmm. hypothesis, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Idea.
1: Yeah, interesting watch,
0: because um, yeah. like I said, I hadn't
1: watched one like this before, but definitely not something I ever really questioned. Um, (laughs) So,
0: you know, they never really, I guess the cold war was the reason why, but other than that, there's really no reason to fake it.
1: Right. Yeah. Other. Yeah. They thought that the cold war was going to be won by the space race. And so they're like, we have to have the footage.
0: That just sounds so 1960s. Right.
1: Mm. And, And they didn't, it's not like they built, well, they were afraid Russia was going to build a missile base, yeah. but I'm like, after the difficulty of getting up there and getting them home, is it possible to build a missile base on the moon? I don't think so.
0: No. Why Why would you?
1: No, I, I don't why know. Why can't you
0: just launch from Russia right. or the United States? Right. Well, why do we need one on the moon?
1: We won't, but we don't know. Also- We, we may never know. <laughs> we won't.
0: But when did they stop believing the moon was made of cheese? I'm
1: curious. you <laughs> <laughs>
0: And the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't know. <laughs> if you know the answer to that question, please get back to us. <laughs> so this also oh, this was only 44 minutes long, so it wasn't super long. So if you want to kill some time and, and watch some weird stuff, uh, give it a go.
0: Yeah, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen.
1: No. Yeah. And you can find us online at all Mysterious the <laughs> AF. Yeah, on all the things. So we are still working on getting things put together. Uh, but by the time this comes out, it will be... Will be together. (laughs) So, um, thanks (laughs) as always. Yeah, thanks as always for listening (laughs) to us. We appreciate it.
0: Give us your uh, favorite documentaries or weird things you'd like us to check out.
1: Yeah, yeah, please do. It it makes it more fun Um, because we basically Google (laughs) strange documentaries and find where we can watch them and, and go from there. So, yeah, if you've got some some great stuff up your sleeve, please. Feel free to share that with us. We would appreciate it. So we'll, we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.
2: That's one small step for man. One giant leap for